Broadcasting from atop the Hensler Financial Building in the heart of Georgia's financial district, Kennesaw, Georgia, this is Money Talks. We're back. Those of you that uh, might want to ask us a financial question, we would love to hear from you. You can uh, actually call our question hotline. The number there is 1-855-429-9166. You can also... uh, Call and speak with a human. The way that that first line works, the question hotline, is uh, you call in. We have a recording. Uh, the recording will uh, end with a beep, and uh, you can uh, ask us your question. Then we take that recording, we play it on the air, and answer right behind it. But if you prefer to talk to a human being, you can call 770-429-9166. Uh, ask for Kelly Lynn. Uh, or the radio show. Uh, Kelly Lynn is our producer. She takes those questions. She gets them to the panel that we will have on uh, whichever day. Um, and uh, we can answer your questions in that manner. Or you can email us at drgenehensler.com. That's spelled D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. Uh you can also go to our website, Hensler.com, spelled in the same way, H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. Uh, and if you find it, you can answer whatever question you might have for yourself. Usually broad topics are covered there. If you've got something real specific, you're probably going to want to uh, call us or, or uh, email us and, and get that question answered in that way. Um, and we would rather hear from you anyway. All right, so uh, we got a situation where William and Andrea have a, a busy, full life uh, at the moment in their careers, uh, which they uh, absolutely enjoy, but they have two sons. Um, and William's dad recently had a stroke. Um, he's been transferred to a rehab nursing facility while he recovers. Um but it actually has prompted them to ask questions about what they should have insurance for. Yeah. So the need for insurance is actually a major planning issue. For um, sure. mm-hmm. More often than not, uh, the way the the planning conversation, at least early on, goes is, uh, you know, have you been saving money? If the answer is no, uh, let's say for an emergency reserve, uh, after you get that done, or maybe while you're doing that, you get some insurance to mm-hmm. uh, to protect you in case of some unforeseen malady, uh, and then you go to investing money. Now, we talk a lot on the show about investments and, and how that works because so many people kind of like to jump to that portion of the conversation anyway. But, guys, I thought that it would be good if we go through a little bit of why somebody might want to have life insurance and various other insurances and, and kind yeah. of how the cycle works. Yeah, I mean, life insurance obviously is the one that kind of comes to mind most frequently when you're talking about insurance. Um, and that's definitely an important type of insurance, no question. Uh, our philosophy on life insurance is that, you know, you, you buy it for income replacement. You know, it's a it's not necessarily the best investment vehicle um so there are there are advisors and insurance folks who will tell you that you can invest in life insurance and you get tax deferred growth and tax-free withdrawals and all this good stuff 
we don't necessarily believe that that is the case most of the time. Um, you know, there are exceptions in, that can be made, but for the most part, life insurance is, is income replacement. Term insurance is going to be your cheapest source of obtaining that that uh, objective of replacing that income. But it is important to review it and make sure that you have enough um, and, and not too much even because you, you don't want to be paying premiums for insurance that uh, that you don't really need. Um, but I mean, the whole idea is just to protect you against loss of income. So if you're in this case, William and Andrea, um, they're 43 and 38. They're relatively young. They probably have prime working years ahead of them. If something happens to one of them, um, then they might want to have something in place to make sure that the other one is taken care of. And presumably they're healthy. That's right. important too. Right. Yeah. yeah Cause yeah. it's tough to get life insurance tough sometimes life when, insurance. uh, when you're not healthy, but yeah. I mean, it probably would help to, to flesh this out a little bit more. So if, uh, if both of them have, have, uh, careers and both of them, you know, it's a two, uh, income household, then you would want insurance on both of them sufficient to cover, uh, what you believe their income would be for the next 15, 20 years, uh, during their, their working life. Yeah, I mean, presumably so. You don't, you don't want the, the surviving spouse to have to scramble around and, and figure out what they're going to do, how they're going to replace that income if that's income that you're counting on. Yeah, or and, force them to downsize and you right, know, you know, make really tough financial decisions. Exactly. But you also don't want to necessarily have enough life insurance to put you know, put their grandchildren through college and all right. that stuff, you know, which yeah. I've, I've seen too often. Right. And, um, and I think it's probably also safe to say that if, uh, neither, if, if one or the other spouse is not drawing an income, would it also be reasonable to say that maybe they don't need life insurance? Yeah, probably so. I mean, they, they do have kids, it says ages 10 and 14, um, to the extent that those kids can kind of take care of themselves, uh, you know, if they're younger kids or even at this age, uh, you might want to have a little bit of, of money set aside because somebody's got to, you know, if, if one of them is staying home with the children and, and kind of keeping the house up and things like that, then you you might want to have a little bit just to pr- provide for care for the children and, um, you know, upkeep of the house and whatever that you're currently counting on that other spouse to provide. All right. Um, but, you know, uh, and we're going to run out of time here, but we've just touched on this in terms of life insurance. Um, there's another kind of more important, I think, type of insurance that a lot of people overlook, and we'll probably hit that maybe when we come back from the break. Sounds great. I, uh, I also have another question, which I will save for our next segment as well. We were talking earlier about life insurance. And before we leave that topic, Casey, I know you teased it a little bit. You want to move on to something else. There's other types of insurance to talk about. But why term insurance? Yeah. So term, well, first of all, term is going to be probably your cheapest option in terms of insurance. Cheap. Um, I like insurance. cheap. Yeah. Um, just, you know, there's no cash value in term insurance. It's just you pay your premium. And if you don't die during the term, whatever that term is, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, what have you, then that money is, you know, kind of wasted, I guess, if you look at it that way. But, hey, you're still alive. so (laughs) And you get to choose the dollar amount of the coverage you want. You get to choose the term, like you said, 10 years, 20 years. 30 years and and flexible and the other the other reason that term is is a good option is because you know most of the time as you're as you're aging and saving you know you may buy a term insurance policy when you're 30 years old uh for say you know 30 years and so that'll take you till you're 60 years old and you may say well 
I'm, I'm, I'm going to plan to work until I'm 65 or 70, so that there's still some gap there. Well, maybe, but at the same time, you're going to be saving, you're going to be accumulating assets that could probably um, leave uh, leave you in a pretty decent spot, even if you were to pass away at the end of the term then you, you might have some assets to fall back on by that point. So Somewhat self-insure. Yeah, exactly. Self-insure at that point. And, and, there may, and if you wanted to retire, you know, then you would be right in line. Uh, in an ideal world, you would kind of retire at the end of the term. <laughs> um, that may or may not be possible depending on your financial circumstances, but um, that's kind of the idea is that you're going to be accumulating assets along the way. Um, All right. You know, so I did, did mention before in uh, terms of, um, other types of insurance, you know, it's actually a greater likelihood that you're going to be disabled at some point during your working life than you're going to actually die um, during your working life. And so because of that, disability insurance is something that people often overlook. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of times this is going to apply to doctors and lawyers and, you know, highly paid professionals. Um, but it, it doesn't mean it doesn't apply to just the average Joe, um, you know, employee either, because, if you're sick or injured and you're not able to work for an extended period of time, then that's going to have an impact on your earning power, just like, you know, just like being dead would. In fact, it's even more. <laughs> it's hard it's to even, show up for work. Like well, that. it's even more impactful to some extent because you're because you are still alive. You know, yeah, you're still you're still consuming resources and right. things that um, are needed. So. Disability income insurance is is something that you should definitely talk to your financial advisor about. Make sure that you have adequate coverage. A lot and they, of employers and they usually pay it. a portion of what your income exactly. was, correct? Like yeah, fifty percent, seventy percent. Right. Yeah, they they don't want to incentivize you to not work <laughs> because um, you know a hundred percent disability insurance. You probably see a lot of faulty claims or false claims. But yeah, I'm sure you, you might see that anyway. But um, yeah, I mean that generally it's 50 to 70% of your income is what will be covered with a disability insurance policy. But, um, and then as you age, uh, as you get closer to, um, maybe not working anymore, there's, you know, long-term care insurance. That they call might, it retirement, right? Yeah. Not retirement. working anymore? Not working anymore. <laughs> yeah. I just or want to make could, sure that I wasn't uh, lost. I don't know. Depends on there who you ask. There is a difference. Yeah. I think. There is a difference. You you could not be retired and still not work anymore. I suppose. Yeah, well, you're showing up to collect the paycheck. I guess. There, there's that. That's usually a tough gig to find, though. It's tough, tough gig. But if yeah. you can get it, I highly it's, recommend. It. It's great. Yeah. Um, but long-term care insurance would be, you know, covering for a uh, a need of of care. Um, you know, a lot of times we think about this as like a nursing home or assisted living type of of care um, when you're, you know, up in years and um, you need assistance with normal kind of daily living activities like bathing and eating and transferring and things like that. And um, those aren't covered by Medicare. Not covered by Medicare, exactly. So, uh, you know, that's typically people start looking for that, you know, somewhere around 50 to 60 years old, generally speaking. So um, you're saying that I'm in the market? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't sell insurance, but if I did, I'd be I knocking be, on your door. I would be top priority. Right? I got a guy Number that you can call. Number one prospect. Them. Yeah, I know that same guy, I believe. And it will protect the assets, as you were talking about earlier, that you've accumulated over time that you right. don't necessarily want to use for long-term care because exactly. it can be very expensive. Even if you could self-insure, it might be helpful to have a policy. You know, If you have children and you have a desire to leave a legacy behind for them or you have charitable inclination, whatever the case may be, 
it's good to have a policy that could step in and help, you know, um, mitigate some of the using your own assets. It's all about risk management. That's sure. really what we're talking about with insurance. Well, I know, uh, you know, there's some strategies that you want to deal with on, on long-term care as well. Uh, you know, you want to buy it early, probably not at 20 years old. In fact, I'd be amazed if they'd be willing to sell you. But buying early actually does give you a bit of a better price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I mean, the conventional wisdom says that if you, even if you buy it at 50 and you buy it at 60, over the over the same period between the time you buy the insurance and the time you actually use the insurance, you're probably going to pay about the same amount in cumulative premiums. Um, you're just going to pay a lesser amount over a longer period of time if you buy it earlier. The big difference would be insurability. You know, if you mm-hmm. buy it while you're younger and you're you know you're healthier and things like that, then that can have an impact on the price. Yeah, but so um, look at a look at your history too, your health history. Absolutely. Maybe Alzheimer's is part of your health history so yeah. maybe should look at getting it earlier before anything exactly because it could be you could end up in a situation where you're not insurable anymore and that would be bad if you actually needed the coverage so no doubt right all right uh well guys um that's a lot of good information if uh if you have questions about that you can reach both kc and peter at 770-429-9166 you're listening to Money Talks. We'll be right back. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.